it on their bad side. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more lighthearted crime. Did yeah. you hear about the 48 free game bowler? Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> well, why don't you take over this story then? Okay, thanks. The 48 free game bowler, not spared. Nice headline. Don't you like that? Not, not, not spared. spared. I get it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but this was he struck? <laughs> this is the, the crazy guy that, that bowled all by himself, 48 games. 48 games. And um, when he was finished, he went up to the counter and said, you know, um, I got to go, but my friend will come later and pay the couple hundred bucks, whatever it was. 24,500 yen. Yeah, for the the 48 games of bowling. And the bowling alley says, yeah, okay, that sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) So he leaves, and of course, they never see him again. Yeah. Yeah. People are so trusting. Yeah, I I didn't really understand that either. Why would you, yeah. you know, do that? But it, I thought the the extra information about the story was very interesting. It took him twelve hours to bowl forty eight games. Twelve hours to bowl forty eight games. And it said his score was an average of one hundred and fifty. Well, that's nice to know. It's that's good useful to have information. That information. You know, cr- these criminals. <clears throat> you know, mm-hmm. you got to worry about the ones who bowl around one hundred and fifty. Yeah. You know? And then the other thing I thought was interesting is that the uh, the bowling alley, the lanes automatically shut down after 48 games. He could have gotten away with mm. more. So apparently they've had this problem before. I guess so. People, mar- marathon bowlers, Yeah. just can't stop. They can't get enough of the old bowling action. Yeah, it's an addiction. Yeah. But the man was arrested. The guy's 60 years old. He should know better. Mm. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe it's kind of like <laughs> the dine and dash, you bowl and, and run. Bowl and bolt. There you go. <laughs> bowl and bolt. <laughs> Dine and Dash, Bowl yeah, and Bowl. maybe he's yeah. been doing this for years. Mm-hmm, and finally caught up with him. Yeah. Oh, that's that's too bad. Well, good luck to the guy. <laughs> I hope he's able to go back and... I hope they have bowling alleys in jail for him. That would yeah. be good. Hey, there's something that I want to try. Um, Sex? <laughs> no? Oh. Not yet. Okay. Not sorry. yet. It's called the 3D morphing system. I want to be morphed in 3D. I think that would be really cool. Morphed into... Okay, what they do is you put on these glasses, right? Mm -hmm. And this system, it captures images, right, in these glasses. And you have small plates in your hand also that you hold. Mm -hmm. And it reads those. And it morphs your facial image onto an animal. So So you you become an animal. You see what you would look, what you would look. (laughs) (laughs) You would see what you would look like if you were an animal. Indeed. Isn't that cool? I don't know. It's kind of scary. Well, in your case, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, I wonder if... I, I think I'd be a cute cow. Do you think a cow could come in and see what he would look like as a human? Mm, yeah. Could, yeah. Maybe. Just the reverse mm-hmm. process. But sure. this is really cool. There's a picture here. Mm-hmm. And um, this girl is looking at herself as a dog. And <laughs> it's funny because, you know, she's Japanese and, and the dog's eyes are kind of slanted. And uh-huh. It's cute. Indeed. Well, I don't know. Do girls, most girls don't want to be known as dogs. Ah, well, but dogs are so <laughs> cute. I don't know. It's a weird concept. Is, is there a practical application for this, or is it just to get people into some shop? Oh, I don't know. But one interesting thing um, is when Japanese speak English, they always say, like we say, oh, what a cute dog. They always say, the dog is pretty. Your dog is pretty. I'm like, pretty? <laughs> My dog's cute, damn it. Of course, I don't have a dog yeah. anymore. I used to have a dog, and his name was Dammit. Really? Yeah, he was a black lab. He was a great dog. His name was Dammit? Yeah. Come because here, Dammit. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah, that works. Yeah. Yeah, come here, Dammit. Yeah. 
He's yeah. a good dog. Better than Shithead. I yeah. would never give my dog no, that name. That could give him a complex. No, that's not nice. No, that's not an ugly all. name. That's a terrible name. No, I think the the purpose of that was just because the Japanese are fascinated with uh, photography. Everybody's a photographer in Japan. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's amazing the the equipment you see people with just you know mm. walking around and they're always taking snapshots and yeah. stuff and yeah, it's with, quite a with these giant lenses. Right. Yeah. Because in Japan, size matters. <laughs> Indeed. Oh. And I was reading this article in the Japan Times by uh, Stephen Hess, and he was talking about um, how he went to this eco-products fair at Tokyo Big Site. Okay. There were these women at some of the booths handing out information and getting people to fill out questionnaires and stuff. While he was kind of watching the dynamics of all this, he was noticing that these women were having their photos taken an awful lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, he started looking at the people who were taking the photos, and he said ah. there were these men there that had apparently come to the show just to t- just to photograph these women. Now, some of them were just wearing normal like pantsuits and stuff. Others were wearing mini skirts, the models you know, of high the heels. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the models oh, and. I um, yeah, and they were going away just, you know, snapping these photos, and they'd sometimes get within, like, you know, one meter of their face, like, close-ups. Mm-hmm. And then they would, like, crouch down on the uh, the floor to, like, get pictures of their miniseries. Oh, that's not you good. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he couldn't believe that no one was, like, you know, saying anything, and that the women, they were obviously uncomfortable with this, but, you know, they were just doing their job and smiling. And I have a question. So this is a serious uh, trade show having to do with the environment, right? Right. So why do you have all these hot, sexy, young women in miniskirts and high heels parading around? Exactly. It, it seems kind of, uh, there's a disconnect there for me. Yeah, yeah, it's like the, it's almost as if it were some kind of car show, yeah? Yeah, there you go. That, or yeah, <laughs> Some kind of, uh, what do you call it, race queen. Thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, you know, even just walking around the city in Japan, all the women are done up as if they're like these race <laughs> queens. It's pretty surprising, you know. Yeah. Every everyone's in big, you know, tall heels, and even in the winter time, they're in these little tiny mini skirts mm. with these boots that go all the way up to their knees, and you know, kind of low cut. I, it's yeah, it's, it's uh, kind of sexy. It is very sexy, and they look very cold <laughs> when I see them. Yeah. And at the same time, I have a certain amount of appreciation for them. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I agree entirely. They shouldn't even have women, you know, portraying that image at these shows. You know, yeah. they should be wearing, you know, eco-friendly clothing, right? There you go. You know, so they yeah. should be wearing some clothes made out of pet bottles and stuff like that. They should be dressed up like a tree. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Right. I could see that. Hug me. <laughs> okay, the eco show. Hey, is it time for cowtails? I think it must be. All right. Today's cowtail is in Des Moines, Iowa. Did you realize that cows can be jailed for jaywalking? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's not good. So, um, yeah, they, apparently they had a problem with cows crossing the road. Yeah. And so... Why, why did the, why did <laughs> the, the cow, cow cross, cross the road? The road. <laughs> to get to the other side. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. And um, so they decided to take care of this not by, like, finding the owners for not containing their cows, mm-hmm. but for jailing the cows. Just... Can you believe that? Yeah, well... Yeah, put his ass in jail. Yeah, and they charge him like 25 bucks a day to cover, you know, the feeding and... M- most cows don't have a lot of money, though. Yeah, it's kind of horrible, <laughs> I think, you know. It's really... They shouldn't take it out on the cows. They were there first anyway, you know. Sure. Yeah, grazing land. Yeah, they got it. Shouldn't have put a, a street through their pasture. Exactly. Come on, let's have some common sense here, really. 
throwing mm. cows in jail. What's coming next? Mm. Throwing giraffes in jail? Could be. Yeah, because they, they, they went too high in the tree. You never know what's going to be next, right? Okay. Yeah. Thanks for this week's Cowtail. Cows in jail. Cows with guns. Free, cows in jail. Free cows. cows. Free them now. Let's bust them out. Let's get a posse, a mob. We should free them. Yeah. So once again, it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. Mm. Audio mnemonics kanji. Yeah. And today I have an eco-friendly uh, kanji. Cool. Yeah. It has nothing to do with women. No, we don't have Sorry. any. We don't have any hot babes in miniskirts wandering around the studio. The pronunciation of this kanji is mori. Mori. Yeah. Yeah. And it's often one of people's favorite kanjis. Mm-hmm. And I can totally understand it. It's a beautiful kanji. It just has a nice feel to it. Okay. And it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> so that really helps. Uh-huh. It's actually, the kanji itself is made up of three trees. Of differing sizes. The same size. Well, actually, yeah, one's a little wider on the top. Mm-hmm. So you have two trees on the bottom and then one tree on the top. Mm-hmm. And this is written with the kanji for tree. There you go. There you go. Three trees <laughs> is Three trees. a forest. One tree on top of two other trees makes right. a forest. And that is what the meaning of this kanji is, mm-hmm. forest. There you go. Yeah, so um, some people have the name Mori, 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 mm-hmm. ne? Sure. And their name is Forest, Mr. Forest. <laughs> Mr. Forest. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Forest. Well, Mori is combined also with other. Often is, yeah. Moriyama. Right, which yeah. is Forest Mountain. Mm-hmm. Right. It has another pronunciation also, and that's Sheen. Okay. And that's uh, used, for example, as in Shindin, which is a forest also. Okay. Yeah. And that's this week's Audio Mnemonics Kanji. Mo. Okay, thank you very much, Amy. It's been Wonderful as usual. Thank you, Doug, and same to you. And I hope that everyone um, will go over and vote for Planet Japan. Uh, also, you know, we got this uh, ad up on this cool new website called discoverpodcast.com where you can go and you'll find a, uh, a kind of a visual podcast directory. And you'll see our show there and you'll see a, a bunch of other shows too. And if you see one that looks interesting, you can check it out. And you'd do us a big favor if you could just uh, click on the Planet Japan logo, and that'll take you over to our website. And more importantly, it'll help us uh, in the rankings over there. That's discoverpodcast.com. Did you want to mention your Animal Tales? And I would also like to tell people that Animal Tales, my podcast, my other podcast, Mm -hmm. is now taking questions from people about the animals that we're interviewing. Indeed. If you have a question for... Any of the following three animals, do let me know. Orangutan, (laughs) tapir, (laughs) or a Komodo dragon. Oh, you're going to interview a Komodo dragon. Yeah, they're the largest reptile in the world, and they only live in one place, and that's uh, the island of Komodo in Indonesia. Hence the name. Yeah. So um, the way we're taking questions is if, if you think of something that you've always wanted to ask an orangutan, then you just head over to Podcast Alley mm-hmm. under an Animal Tales in the comment section there. You just put your question up there mm-hmm. and be sure to write which animal you're asking the question to, what the question is, and then your first name and where you're from. You know, I've always had hundreds of questions that I've wanted to ask an orangutan and just never had the chance, and now I do. Well, last. that's great. Well, not all 100 questions, okay? Just one. <laughs> Choose one, okay. and then you can hear the answer d- uh-huh. um, on the interview because I'll ask him. You'll ask him? Yeah. And he'll answer. And he will, well, I hope so. Yeah. Some questions might be too personal, but I think. 
You know, dragons are kind of dangerous, though, aren't they? I'm really scared about that one. They, they breathe fire and... Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, the you common be, dragon, it e- even eats people. You so should be careful. Be careful, yeah. yeah. I'm so small, I would be just a <laughs> snack for them. Indeed. Yeah. So okay. It's a dangerous mission, but... Yeah, somebody's got to do it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we're out of here. Thanks, everyone. If you want to send a message to us, of course, as usual, you can write to planetjapan05 at yahoo.com or visit the website at planetjapan.org. Hence, from hence, you can, from whence, from hence? Hence, from. <laughs> from there, you can go to the blog, of course, and enjoy our witty show notes. Okay, thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time on the Planet Japan. Bye-bye. Sayonara. Fast, fast, fast. You're about You're ready, ready to land, to land on the planet, planet Japan, Japan with Amy and Doug. Coming to you direct from a dark closet in Okayama Castle, it's episode 36 of Planet Japan for February 8th, 2006. Monkey Nuts and Fish Fingers. This week's show will let you know why women in Japan hate Valentine's Day and men love it. You'll also find out why the government has decided that suicide is a bad thing. And as a bonus, we'll tell you how you can bowl for free in Japan. All that and much more on Planet Japan. Stay tuned. So, you want to hear a joke? Sure. Guy smoking a cigarette. Another guy comes up and says, Hey, do you have an extra cigarette? The guy says, I don't know. Let me check. He looks in. The box has 20 cigarettes. He counts the cigarettes. And he says, oh, Nope, don't have any extra ones. Ba-da-bam. Short, sweet, to the point. Not the funniest joke we ever had. But it's amusing in its own sort of way. It is. I think so. Mm, it's amusing. Meow. Yeah. So, welcome to Planet Japan. I'm Doug DeLong. And I'm Amy Moo Chavez. And this is episode 36. Oh. Looking forward to uh, Valentine's Day, are you? I would give anything for the Valentine's Days back home. Why is that? Because in Japan, Valentine's Day is really not for women. It's for men. Yeah. As if men need another holiday that well, celebrates menhood? I think I see nothing wrong with that. Hmm. Do you receive a lot of chocolate on Valentine's Day? Of course. Can you believe this, audience, really? Because women women, women love me. They give men <laughs> chocolate on Valentine's Day. It's appalling. It is. It's, it's appealing. terrible. It's horrible. Hmm. It's delicious. But do you share your chocolate? No. Oh, see, that's even worse. <laughs> I eat the chocolate all by myself. Wow. Big pile of it. Mm. I just go home and just scarf it all down. It's quite, quite... (laughs) (laughs) I want some chocolate. Well, you know, in Japan, they divided the holiday up. You got your Valentine's Day in February. A month later in March, you got your White Day, where you reverse and you give back to those people who gave you chocolate. You give them something white, normally... Some white chocolate, although white panties have become very popular as well. Oh, have they? Well, I have never received any chocolate back. You can buy white panties at 7-Eleven 
for. <laughs> I'm serious. At 7-Eleven, you can buy white panties really? for your white day present. <laughs> I've seen them. No, but yeah, the white day is not nearly as popular as uh, Valentine's Day. And this chocolate that women give to men is called Giri Choco. Well, some of it is Giri Choco. Some of it is uh, real Choco. Hardly ever. <laughs> But um, women in the office, uh, giri means uh, obligatory. Right. So giri choco is obligatory chocolate, and they feel they have to give the men in their office yeah. chocolate. It's not, you know, has nothing to do with love and romance. Right. So they give them the chocolate, and they go, okay, here you go. Here's, yep. your, here's your damn giri choco. Yeah. I don't really want to give it to you, but I have to, so here, enjoy. It reminds me of a like a high school party, you know. It's like, oh, well, he's kind of cute. I'll give him some chocolate, and, well... You know, I'll give him one too because he's my friend. And uh-huh. <laughs> isn't it kind of, you know, yeah. really kind of are you childish? Saying, are you saying the chocolate that I get from my students is given to me out of obligation and not real respect and admiration? In your case, I bet that they're just completely infatuated with you. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, I feel better then. So, happy Valentine's Day. Maybe. Giri Choco is just to make all those men feel loved because there are a lot of lonely ones out there without girlfriends. Oh, it's a sad, sad story. Yeah. And you know, for for a while there, I didn't have a girlfriend. But now, you know, I do. So I don't really give a rat's ass about anybody else. How's that? Do you still get chocolate? <laughs> Speaking of chocolate and Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. there is uh, one guy, one English guy, who apparently doesn't have a girlfriend. And he's really, really trying hard to get one. Mm -hmm. And rather than going through traditional methods, such as, you know, going to a bar, picking up a girl, or maybe even putting an ad in the paper, Mm -hmm. personal ad, no, no, no. He's going much further than that. What might he be doing? He is crawling on his hands and knees 88 kilometers. Wow. Along with 18 boxes of chocolate strung behind him. (laughs) He's dragging a... Bunch yeah, of chocolate them. boxes behind him. And he's wearing a sign that says, Could you love me? This guy is definitely um, creative. He's off the wall. He is. He's he, a performing artist. He's a nut. Yeah. Performance artist. He's a performance nut. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, this isn't the first time he's done these kind of crazy things. Oh, he's done other things. Oh, yeah. For example. Get this. He has cartwheeled 90 kilometers. No, he attempted to cartwheel 90 kilometers. Yeah. You know why? I give up. (laughs) He wanted to highlight the problem of people taking stones from beaches to decorate their gardens. Well, there's a worthy cause for (laughs) I tell (laughs) you. Forget about raising money for AIDS or heart disease. People taking stones from the beach for their gardens. That's right. Yeah, poor stones. Oh, my God. They, the, they have rights, too. The beaches uh, apparently have been decimated by hordes of people stealing stones from the beach. I guess. But he didn't complete it. Oh, that's debatable. The 90 kilometers. No. How you far You know did why? It? No. Back pain. Ah, well, there you go. <laughs> I bet he brought a lot of awareness to back pain. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wonder if he'll get any back pain crawling 90 kilometers. Yeah. Well, actually, another thing he did is he he spent two weeks rolling a monkey nut, whatever that is. <laughs> with that, was, that was my question. What the hell is a monkey nut? Rolling a monkey nut with his <laughs> nose 10 kilometers down Downing Street. Do they mean monkey nuts? Monkey's nuts, maybe. A monkey's nuts? That's it. That can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> Not oh with your God. nose, anyway. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Okay. So he's, you know, he's he's pretty eccentric. He's a nut. He's a monkey nut. 
Yeah. Yeah. And he needs a girlfriend. So there you go, girls. Yeah, I think Anyone this single is, out there, this guy's for you. This is probably the ideal person if you're really looking for a, a guy that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he says here that um, he remembered that on Christmas he was really lonely. And <laughs> he says... I wonder why. I wasn't in a relationship and didn't want to spend it with my family. No, forget that. I <laughs> ended up <laughs> cooking two fish fingers. Aw. That's poignant. It's like, but you have a family. Two fish fingers. Yeah, I mean, why do you need to spend it with his family? What is a fish finger? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know fish had fingers, eh? Is that like a fish stick that you used to get in elementary school? No, on fish have fingers. I get. Oh, okay. Actual fish fingers, then. Yeah. yeah. Fish's fingers. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, monkey's nuts. A monkey's nuts and a fish's fingers. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the title of our new show. <laughs> but um, if he doesn't find a girlfriend, I think he's going to be on the on the road to suicide. Maybe yeah, that's pretty depressing if you can't get a girlfriend after. Yeah, you know, people crawling, have been known to kill know. themselves over over love. Well, I do wonder if that's the uh, point of Giri Choco in Japan, right? To not leave anyone out, right? right? Because uh, if you're lonely and Valentine's Day and you know you don't have someone to spend it with, mm-hmm. you might just go, you know, jump in front of a train. That's not good. And uh, well, as we all know, Japan has one of the highest suicide rates in the world. Yeah. And um, so actually, they've decided to start doing something about it. Oh, really? They decided this could be a problem. <laughs> yeah. And they actually thought that hey, we might be able to prevent this. Indeed. But the interesting thing is that they're only trying to cut the suicide rate by 20%. Well, you can't shoot for the moon right away. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, just 20%. 20%. The rest of you, yeah. uh, who, who cares? <laughs> and here's some of the measures they're taking. Okay. They're setting up a suicide prevention office. What a concept that is. What a concept. <laughs> Gee, that's something they might have thought of, you know, a long time ago. Yep. Yeah. They're promoting public counseling services at schools. Let's talk about it. Now, here's another one that, you know, they could have done a long time ago. Increasing fences and automatic gates on railway platforms to prevent people from jumping in front of trains. Yeah. I, mean, I can understand wanting to die, but I can't understand wanting to jump in front of a train. Yeah, that's not the that's most... Just, uh, but it happens all the time. I know. it's the, Really? Yeah. Gee, the trains are running late. I wonder what happened. Yeah. <laughs> it does <laughs> happen often. Yeah. So um, that that's good. They've always had those barriers up at the Kobe Shinkansen station. Have mm-hmm. you ever noticed that? Didn't but notice. nowhere else. And I've yeah. always kind of wondered. So you actually have to wait till the electronic gate opens. Mm-hmm. So they must have had, a, you know, a lot of people in Kobe committing suicide. Wow. Maybe higher there than others. I don't know. Um, and then also they're providing filters to block viewers of websites that promote suicide. Well, Japan, they're really into the group suicide. You see that a lot on these online suicide groups. Yeah, that's yeah. strange. And they get together and everyone meets at a certain place and they go commit suicide. Yeah, hey, let's party. odd, yeah. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. Mm. Especially so if you were, like, lonely, wouldn't you think that you would have solved your problem then? It's like, hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't kill ourselves. We should yeah. just hang out together now instead. That w- now that we have friends. <laughs> and now that we have something in common. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's just enjoy our life together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but so, so they've, they've come up with some filtering software to try to get rid of these online sites. That's I guess it bl- yeah, blocks it like... There's always some way around that kind of stuff. Though. Well, if you really want to kill <coughs> yourself, you know, you can always jump over the fence and put yourself in front of the train anyway, right? There you go. So... But yeah. it is good to bring up the awareness, I think. I ha- I knew a guy who committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And I was what really amazed me was the Japanese people's reactions. They were surprised, but I wasn't surprised at all because I could see the signs. But on the other hand, they didn't really care. Mm-hmm. They just kind of considered him to be kind of crazy and off the wall anyway. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, this guy needs help. Yeah. But they yeah, didn't really, couldn't think that far. Yeah. It so. is a serious problem in Japan. Mm-hmm. And, you know. 
we don't really mean to make light of it, but <laughs> yeah. but people, it is kind of interesting that they're only now getting around to realizing that there might be things they can do about it. Yeah, well, I think it comes from um, a deep cultural tradition of ritual suicide in Japan, and that was the um, the brave way to go for mm -hmm. someone, yeah. um, for a samurai. And even the the forty seven Ronin story was oh, about right. the mass suicide yeah. of the uh, the masterless samurai, and mm -hmm. that it's considered an honorable death. So I think that's part of it. Mm -hmm. um, actually, lots of uh, famous people have. Uh, killed themselves through harakiri, mm -hmm. and it's yeah seemed as seen as an honorable way to go. So I think that until they erase that image and address it on a more serious level, suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem in most cases. <laughs> suicide right? is painless. Ah, mash. Na, 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 oh yeah, one of the great na, TV shows of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, certainly crime is on the rise in Japan, mm -hmm. and uh, I think that's another way people now are getting out their frustrations is through crime, which never used to be a big problem here before. But kind of something strange is that recently there have been cases of people plowing into groups of people in shopping uh, arcades. But alerting people beforehand that they're going to do it. Well, yeah, this was the weird thing. Is this the most recent case, which was in Sendai, was this guy, and he actually sent emails to TV stations and newspapers giving them advance notice. Did he say where this was going to happen? He, said, <laughs> he told them what he was going to do, and he said that the reason why he was going to do this was because of the harassment he received at the office. So he's getting back at his co-workers by plowing into innocent pedestrians in a shopping mall. Yeah. That makes complete sense. Well, this has been going on actually with uh, children also. I yeah. mean, for a few months ago, there were uh, two or three cases of cars plowing into groups of children walking to school. On purpose? Yeah. Well... Or accidentally? It was said to be accidentally, but you've got to wonder why suddenly there would be like all these in a row. I don't know. Mm. But anyway, so what they've decided to do about this, you know, worried that this might become the next big thing. Yeah, the trend. Yeah, is uh, they have started to put potted plants um, at the ends of the arcades. There's a concept. Now, that's security for you, eh? That should keep those cars from going through there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I you know, if they put potted plants on the border between Israel and the Palestinians... I think that would solve the whole problem. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I just don't even want to, you know, attempt to meet up with a potted plant. <laughs> <laughs> they can be pretty nasty <laughs> if you if you